The Adventure Jogger, a podcast about trail and ultra running. Meet fascinating runners from the front, middle, and back of the pack, sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running. Running should be fun, and so should running podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Pluckelman, and this is The Adventure Jogger. Welcome to another episode of The Adventure Jogger. My name is Ryan Pluckelman. Jeff Stafford is here because, once again, we are in Jeff Stafford's house which is looking fantastic, by the way. Prost. Cheers to you on these uh, Paps Blue Ribbons. We're kind of cleansing the palate from the White Claw. Um, Got to do it. We'll, we'll talk White Claw in just a minute. But first, I want to let everybody know that you have a chance to win the brand new Koros Pace 2 GPS watch. It's a fine watch. It is. The lightest watch, uh, GPS watch on the market. Also, 30 hours, full GPS tracking. Um, here's the thing. We have said before that we are 100% listener supported. We don't take ad money from companies and people have asked, and we say no each time. So what people, what we will do is if we can get something, we'll give it to you for free. Well, yeah, we'll give it away. Exactly. Not take it for ourselves. I will say that both Jeff and I do have a Coros Apex that we paid for ourselves. Um, so, but yes, you can win the Coros Pace 2 by going on the Adventure Jogger Facebook page. First of all, like the Adventure Jogger Facebook page, and then you'll see a post pinned to the top about upgrading your wrist. Uh, we want to see what your current wrist situation is, and if that's a um, an old Garmin. Grandmother clock? Right, an old Garmin. It's a grandmother clock, maybe. Whatever it may be. Maybe it's a Sunto Ambit 3 that has been trying to sync the last five mile run that you had on <laughs> for, on, for on, on Moose months. Count for two months, and you're tired of that. Uh, upload a photo of your current wrist situation, and at the end of the month of September, we will randomly pick one person to win the brand new Koros Pace to watch. And Dan, or uh, the from Dan, who's a very nice guy from Koros, will actually be on the podcast. We'll get the winner on the podcast, and he will. He's going to explain your watch to you. He's going to break down all the new features. He will tell you all the goodies. He's going to tell you all the goodies. You won't even need. Like a uh, like a like an owner's manual yeah. or the the quick start guide. You don't need well, you, that. You don't need that because you got Dan. He's there. Dan yeah, the man exactly. is there. So go on the Adventure Jogger Facebook page, like it, and uh, you could win that new Coros Pace to watch. But tonight on this episode of the Adventure Jogger, we are actually talking White Claw. We're talking Claw Mile. It was an epic challenge. One mile. That's four all. Four White Claws. <laughs> That's it. I know it sounds it's very simple, rather easy, but it's not. You got a sweet T-shirt out of the deal. You wear that thing with pride. Oh yeah. How many how many ladies have you picked up on silver singles five. with that photo of your five. claw mile shirts? Five. It's been a couple of them, but it, it was actually really incredible. I was thinking maybe nine minutes would be our winning time. The winning time for the men was six minutes and one second. He couldn't have gone under six minutes. Just that one second. If anybody wants to get that one second back, Graham Peck was the winner for the men. Graham, welcome to the Adventure Jogger. So happy to be here, guys. Thanks. We want to get down and dirty with how the hell you did that in just a couple of minutes. But our winner for the ladies with seven minutes, 49 seconds, was Cassandra Marin. We've talked to Cassandra. We know Cassandra Marin, the incredible Cassandra Marin. Cassandra, welcome to the Adventure Jogger. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have you Good ever in your life made poorer life choices than the choices that led you to the to the claw mile? <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. I actually ran two beer miles this year before. Oh, you practiced? Claw mile. Oh, yeah, now Graham is a beer mile guy, too. So we're going to get the actual because people have said oh, claw miles easier than the beer mile. We're going to get the definitive answer on that question in just a couple of minutes. I will say that we were going to have uh, the, the DFL on, and if you look at the at the results, Brian Beam has the last place time with 20 hours and 20 minutes. 20. <laughs> I did contact Brian. How he do said, you do that? Well, he said he put his time in wrong. It was 20 minutes and 20 seconds. No. So, so it, I like the 20 hours better. I, it's, a, it's a great story. And so the, the record stands. The Let next, it be noted. I tried to get hold of the next place, uh, next slowest time, but that person never responded to my calls or emails. I think they may have been embarrassed to have, to have run that time in a claw mile. <laughs> but it's all fun and games. So let's talk a bit about this but first let's kind of meet graham peck who is currently are you eating ice cream while you're while you're on the podcast graham yeah it's okay what are you what kind of ice cream <laughs> are you eating there you know i don't even know it's it's chocolate but um i'm on my uh, i'm actually on day three of our honeymoons we've been to oh. at least one brewery and one winery every day <laughs> wait wait a minute so there's been a lot of drinking <laughs> and ice cream yeah, eating. Yeah, Graham, Graham, you're on your honeymoon and you're you're doing a tertiary running podcast <laughs> on your honeymoon? Why not? Yeah, yeah. She loves me a lot, so oh. I get away with some things, you know? Yeah, she's boy. Oh boy, do you owe this woman. Yeah. Um, um she, that's the last claw mile you'll ever do. <laughs> yeah. So so Graham, kinda kinda give us your running story before we break down this claw mile. How, how, what kind of runner are you? Because this claw mile is open to anybody and, and kind of give us your running story. Sure. Um, I've kind of been a runner my whole life, pretty much. Um, got to high school, wasn't quite good enough at soccer. So I like went to running all the time. My dad had always taken me to, you know, one mile and 5K races, you know, as early as probably third grade eight years old doing five K's and stuff. So, mm. you know, definitely did a lot of road races growing up and then, um, high school got better at it. College. I uh, didn't run. I went to Virginia tech where I met my, uh, met my wife there. Um, and I didn't, I was too slow to run there. I think I kind of chose to drink beer and, um, <laughs> do engineering rather than uh, running, uh, competitively for a varsity program there. So, um, but it allowed me to do marathons and stuff. So my first marathon, I was, uh, 18 years old and then, um, they've done a, a few ultras, not, not as many as a lot of your guests here, but, um, yeah, I've, I've done a lot of, uh, competitive marathons over the years. Okay. We're all going to take a moment here and, and try to guess Graham Peck's first marathon finishing time. time. We're going to use prices, right? Rules, Graham. So you can't. It, the, like let, let us all guess and then closest to without going over will win Graham Peck's love and appreciation um, it's his honeymoon that's all this man can give that's uh, <laughs> we can't expect more out of you than that Jeff Stafford knowing his claw mile time knowing that his his running prowess was enough to impress a woman what do you think Graham Peck's first marathon finishing time was 
at 18 years old. I'm going to say 307. 307. All right, 307 for Jeff Stafford. Cassandra Marin, knowing all you know for only two minutes of Graham Peck, who is actually on his phone now in his honeymoon suite, what would you guess, knowing that he ran a beer, a, a claw mile in just over six minutes, what would you guess would be Graham Peck's first marathon finishing time? Um, I, w- I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, a, we'll say, 2.54. 2.54 for Cassandra. Now, I look at you, Graham, and your dedication to eating that ice cream with a wooden spoon, by the way. You can't see that because this is audio only. Graham's knocking that ice cream back with a wooden spoon, everybody. But knowing your dedication, knowing that you probably didn't tell your wife that you had agreed to be on this podcast until probably an hour ago, but you were going to do it anyway, <laughs> darn it. She wanted to go to a show. Where, By the way, where are you honeymooning right now? <laughs> So we kind of have a, a, a good old East Coast Appalachian tour. So um, we're from Baltimore. We drove out to Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. Then we went to uh, Luray last night and hiked uh, up Polderag Mountain. And now we're in Roanoke, Blacksburg, and then Asheville, North Carolina. Look at that. For a few Vir- days at the Virginia end. really is for lovers, Jeff. There you go. Okay, I'm going to guess Graham with his dedication. What's Graham's it going to be? First marathon What's it gonna finishing be, time. What's it going to be? It was 235. That is my guess. 235. Ooh. All right. Closest to <laughs> without going over. Graham Peck, what was your first marathon finishing time at age 18? C- Cassandra takes down easily. Uh, 256. Wow. Whoa! Look at that. That's Look at impressive. That. <laughs> wow! So, 18 years old, and you run a you run a sub three hour marathon. That's pretty damn impressive, Graham. Yeah, you know, you're only 18 once. So that was kind of my right. logic behind yeah. it. My dad did his first marathon. My dad did his first one when he was 18. So I was like, you know, if I, I think I can do it, then. So it was a matter of just going out and pace for right on three hours and not blown up so okay all right make it sound easy uh cassandra you've you've you're you've been running ultras for a while you've had some success on the trail but what was kind of the moment where you decided i need to be a runner and i'm in this running game Uh, i feel like i'm i i don't have anything original to say like i know lipsy said like uh something about soccer and then no 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 lipsy said he was smoking dope and then he, he had to beat a drug test, and he only started running because he wanted to sweat out the THC yeah, you get so that he, wouldn't, he wouldn't fail that drug test. Well, I first got, like, I got back into What did you sweat running. out? <laughs> I got back into running, like, seriously when I was in Colorado, and it yeah. was legal out there. Um, but that wasn't like I'm just that saying. Wasn't really why I got back into it. It's kind of like shit in your pants. It's just I'm just saying, you know, it's legal out there. Without admitting, yeah, right? I, okay. Why is Graham yeah. eating that ice cream? Does he have the munchies? But he's in Virginia. We don't know what's uh, going on here. <laughs> so, so Colorado is where you kind of pick the love up again. Mm-hmm. And and you told us, yeah, early, yeah, okay, was- yeah, good. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, I originally started, um, like, in high school running track because I didn't make the soccer team. And then my husband got stationed out in Colorado uh, in the Army. Okay. So, like, just started, you know, enjoying the the mountains out there and running. And, um, 
Yeah, that's where I kind of like got more into trail running. Okay, so for I had a crazy, I had a crazy friend, um, Kristen, who was my neighbor, and we just like she's like, hey, I know it's like ten o'clock at night, but do you want to go to like go to the mountains and like I don't know, we'd run away from. Let's go run the incline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I used to do the incline like every other weekend. It was awesome. So your husband in Colorado would be Fort Carson, right? That's where you went. Yep. Okay. Yeah, All we right. were at Fort Carson. Were you ever at Fort Carson, Jeff? No. Where were your Where were no. your posts? No. Not. Were you just Campbell? No, no, no. Fort Drum. Jeff can't two say where he in was Germany, at. Germany. Points unknown around the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeff can't tell you. Jeff's one of those guys where if he told you, he'd have to kill you. <laughs> because we were talking off air before Graham got on after Graham was convincing his wife this wouldn't take so long he's like oh no honey this will take 45 <laughs> minutes be great you, know, you, you said that you, right now you're in New Hampshire but yep. you would qualify as a mass hole what exactly is a mass hole Cassandra <sighs> a it's mass really hole is like, big <laughs> it's, it's really <laughs> yeah yeah I mean pretty much if you're born in Massachusetts like it's just it's just in you like you bleed Dunkin Donuts and like the Red Sox <laughs> you just can't and you just like like it's really hard to get away from saying wicked like <laughs> I, I live in, like living in Colorado uh, they're like I, who is I'm this so girl fresh. so like I lived in Colorado Florida Georgia and then moving back up here and like I've slowly picked up saying wicked again like oh that's wicked good or like that's wicked horrible and like, it's oh. just like I cringe <laughs> every time I say it <laughs> but at least I'm not at least like I slowly dropped off the y'all because like saying y'all when you're in New England is just like it just sounds fake this is wicked y'all you need to work that ah. in this is ah. wicked y'all that's what we should call it. We should call the Claw Mile Part Two. This is wicked, y'all. Y'all, because I think it's only fair uh, that that such beast. No, you got it wrong. Still... It's that wicked is wicked is not like um, it's not a term like that. It's like this is it's it's like very like this is very good. Like ah, uh, that's like wicked pissa. Like wicked, wicked pissa, y'all. <laughs> yeah, w- wicked pissa, y'all. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Did you learn uh, something today, Jeff? I, I yeah, I think so. Wow. This I, is this is really interesting stuff. Now you live in New Hampshire now, and you were saying off air yeah. again because because Graham was saying, "Honey, seriously, this will only take forty five. We'll be done in a minute. Give me a second. <laughs> just just hang in there. Um, you live in New Hampshire, which you said is kind of the the south of the Northeast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, yeah, is it live free or die? How 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 rednecky does does New Hampshire get? I mean, it really depends on like what part of the state you go to. I mean, if yeah, you're there, staying you... down, yeah, like if you're staying down by the Massachusetts border, it's basically people who who like live in New Hampshire or like okay, they may live in Massachusetts, but they work in. No, wait, I have it backwards. I don't know. New Hampshire doesn't have income or sales taxes. Okay, while Massachusetts is also okay, so it's also known as Taxachusetts. So like Wicked. people live in New Hampshire. It's pretty liberal down here. Um, okay. but like depending on where you go, like so for some reason, like the Vermont border, like western, northern. Mm-hmm. So are they like know. dairy farms or like banjo playing? I mean, what's going on? In oh the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean it really depends on like like just like the farther away from the big cities like Nashua and Manchester that you get the more you'll see like the crazy hillbillies get, get off my lawn 
okay. and toting kind of people. So we're, we're but Jeff, they're okay. I mean, as long yeah, as you're not good people. You know. Yeah, good honest people. Jeff and I are, are actually in yeah. the South. We're, we're we broadcast from uh, from Clarksville, Tennessee, and down here the rednecks are really obsessed with the Confederacy. Like they know all the generals and they have the flags and all that. Are rednecks in New Hampshire obsessed with the Union? Like, do they have? Like no. American flags, no. they have pictures of William Tecumseh Sherman in their houses, like really I mean, nice paintings of General Sherman. Painting. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, at least they're not that obnoxious. But I mean, they're all for their like live free or die. Yeah. You know their flag and stuff like that, but not not that obnoxious. Like I lived in in Georgia too, so I I got a taste of that. <laughs> it wasn't. It's not that bad. Graham, do you have a a, a portrait of Gen- of General Ulysses S. Grant? In your, your house, or, are yeah. you one of those northern rednecks, Graham? Definitely not. It's, Baltimore's barely the north, man. So I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's below the Mason-Dixon line, so you're right. I, I don't know. <laughs> what, what, but Maryland was in was in the Union, though. So so you really you kind of have yes. to to yes. pick a side. I do love when you when you go through yes. states that are so Union, and I'm looking at you, Indiana. And when you drive through Indiana and you see people in big jacked up pickup trucks with the Confederate flag, because you do want to pull them over and say, hey, I'm not sure if you were absent that day at school. Like, it's like, sit down. I got some knowledge for you. You may have missed this day in school, but I want to let you know. Turns out Indiana was a part of the union. union? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like Michigan. You're in Michigan. How is that even a question? You, it doesn't make any sense at all. But well, going back to running here, as people are like, I did not sign up for a podcast about the Confederacy and, un- and the union. This is not a civil war But we'll war talk podcast. about it if you want well, to. Well, go ahead if we want to. But, but, but let's talk about the, the claw mile for a second. Graham, did you have any experience with the beer mile before you decided to take on this incredible task? Definitely. Um, so when the uh, when the Rona rolled around, I, you know, some people are chasing FKTs and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I had always kind of been um, I had done probably 10 beer miles in my life before that. And I had never Holy shit, seven Graham. <laughs> 10 beer no, no, miles? I wasn't, you know, it always. Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> that's one. That's one a year since it. College. That's not. That since he was town. Like yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I know this is a a podcast. I do look like I'm 21, but I'm actually 31. It's ridiculous. As well, that is. it's good clean um, living. It's all those beer miles, Graham. That's what it is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It must be that. But um, really, though, I, I'd always been over seven minutes, but uh, no, over seven, but not under eight. So uh, seven something. And I kind of was like, you know, if people, the best in the world can break five minutes at this, why shouldn't I be able to break like six minutes at it, you know? I'm a pretty good drinker. I'm a pretty good runner. I'm a better long distance runner, but I'm still, you know, I could still do a mile pretty well. And so I, um, you know, like I said, the Rona rolls around and I got to do something challenging and I hadn't done speed work in a really long time. Hadn't broken a five minute mile in a while. So, um, I decided to try to break six minutes in the beer mile. And so I, this, this is the venue from, yeah. Yeah. So from, uh, March to May, was trying to peak for um late like my the idea was memorial day weekend to try to break six minutes and so i'm i'm out there on my street like putting out a quarter mile course and chugging seltzer waters and chugging <laughs> beers and chugging v8s and, and just like 
you know, people see me dashing. I live in a uh, like downtown Baltimore, so it's just row homes. And so yeah. you know, at any given time, one of my friends sees me, you know, multiple times. My friend saw me during my, my training. I use that in quotation marks because I'm really just running around burping and it looks like I'm going to throw up. But, um, so, um, you know, I got pretty dedicated to that. And so uh, I finally gave it a go to break six. And, um, you know, I even did like a little stomach expansion training. I ate a whole watermelon with the rinds in the two days before. Whoa, 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 all big. whoa, whoa, pause. You can't just go over that. You can't just glance <laughs> over the fact that you ate a whole watermelon. Grant, well, okay, you, you ate an entire watermelon and the rind to be able to expand your stomach? Yeah, this is for the beer mile. This wasn't the white claw mile. This is a well, we'll get to the white claw. I can't wait till I hear you, the these extreme are, training are, you've done for the white claw mile. These are pro tips. These are these are actual pro tips, right? Yes, but <laughs> but but Graham, so that's a thing eating a whole watermelon. Yeah, I bought my so. Uh, yeah, yeah, it kind of is. If you you know, it's regular like competitive eating training stuff, like just. Google competitive eating and read for like 15 minutes and you'll catch all these silly little tips. Okay. But um, I don't, when I get to the white claw mile part, you're going to be like, all this dumb shit is overrated. Um, <laughs> because so I, I did the beer mile. Yeah. I, I did the beer mile. I'm like right on pace. I know it's going to be real close. I'm just straight up, not fast enough to like, I had to be about, I figured 15 seconds for the first chug and then 20, 20, 20. That gives you 75 seconds of drinking. So 75 seconds of drinking, a 445 mile gets you to six flat. And so I come around my last lap and I'm at 452. So I got to run a 68 second last lap. And, um, you know, I got like 100 yards in and I felt like I was going to throw up. And I was like, you know what? I've never thrown up in one of these. I should just either, I should stop being a bitch and just, you know, just let it go. Throw up let it go. Six let it mile. go. Let it go. So I, uh, <laughs> didn't, I didn't, you know, didn't throw up, got it done, ran 558 for the beer mile Dang. with um, a great Beast Coast beer, Lancaster Lancaster Milk Stout. Ooh. Yeah, Milk Stout is what I drank. <laughs> yeah. Wait, and, Graham, um, Graham, I wanted, to, so I wanted after, to ask, was that, is that out of a bottle or a can? So I actually bought a whole case of them because like 24 of them, because I thought I was going to take multiple attempts with this, um, with this stout thing. And so, uh, you know, I ordered online and picked up at my store and I thought it was going to be 24 bottles, but it was 24 cans. Mm. And so, uh, I guess all the craft breweries now, every, everything's in cans now. It's impossible to find, uh, bottles it seems. So it was out of cans. The thing we glanced oh, over, yeah. the thing we glanced over here, and I want to circle back to this before we, you know, get into Graham's epic claw mile here is this man in his neighborhood with a quarter mile loop running around his neighborhood drinking v8 drinking seltzer water drinking beer <laughs> eating, eating watermelon eating whole watermelons and that woman still married him what does that what say f- graham you married a saint there's a lot of women that go like oh boy oh, no ah, no run away run away i think i'm out i think i'm out but somehow you convinced her that you're not a lunatic and, and she stuck around yeah it's it's amazing you know we only we had the last great wedding before the run our wedding was uh, just this past december so you know, I think I just got lucky to get it in before I did all this disgusting beer mile training. I think she might have uh, 
pulled the plug if, if, if I did it after. Before she saw the real you. There were a lot of, yeah. a lot of weird sounds in the bedroom after eating yeah. uh, watermelon and chugging Oh, <laughs> Not the weird sounds you usually get from a newlywed couple. It was Graham and his stupid oh, training. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. It's, it's the rind. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, had they not gotten married in December and they got married after Graham was doing all this, she has an aunt who would have no doubt talked the entire wedding like, I don't get what she <laughs> what? sees in I this just man. I don't understand this. This fella's drink eating watermelon. He's running and drinking in their neighborhood. What is wrong with him? He, he shows up at tracks with beer and <laughs> runs fast. <laughs> I don't think he can provide for my sweetie. I, I don't know what she sees in him. So, so Graham, you, you do this incredible beer mile and you, and you go under six but then you, how how did you come across the claw mile? Well, I I mean I follow your podcast so that's how I oh, came across it. Well. Um Yeah, I'm one of the uh, one of the dozens of listeners and um, <laughs> so I uh, we only have a few. Right. You know, I I'm I'm not a I'm not a white claw person. I know you guys are big on the claw and you're mm-hmm. drinking claw all the time on the show and stuff, but it's yeah. not, uh, I just don't like seltzer waters. I love beer. I love craft beer. Um, and so I've probably only had like four, honestly, probably four white claws total before doing the white claw mile. And with the white claw mile, I thought, you know, I had stopped doing the speed work and I had stopped eating watermelon and all that ridiculous stuff. So I figured I'd be like six fifteen to six thirty, but I, um, and I wasn't even looking at my splits until I came across the, I think after the third, after the fourth drink, I looked at my, or maybe never to the third. No, after the half mile, I was at like three ten or something, and I wasn't really trying. And then I, and I just kind of went all <laughs> turbo and ran like a sixty-five second last lap. I was really trying to break six minutes again when I realized that was possible, but um, just wasn't quite meant to be. My running splits were a little faster with the white claws, but the drinking is slower. I think the seltzer. I mean, if if. I don't know if oh, this the is, fizz uh, will get you. Yes. Here, but I think that the, I think that the seltzer is harder than uh, beer. Just because of the fizz, and, and then it, yes, and it b- bubbles around. The and fizz you, is ooh. so tough. Yes, well, it's like I think it's harder yeah. to burp. And, and you know what? Yes, you get that wet it's, burp. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh yeah. God, don't come up, don't yeah. come up. <laughs> That's so true, and you get a little, you get a little bloated doing it. Cassandra, did, had you done some beer miles before you decided to tackle the claw mile? Yeah, yeah. So it's actually like similar to Graham. It was right around, um, well, actually, Mother's Day. I don't know why. What a great well, sport on Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Quiet, kids. So mom's drinking. Like- mom's drinking. <laughs> Leave her alone. She's got to run. She'll be done. Uh, She'll be done. Yeah. Give her a minute. <laughs> yeah. So uh, myself and then um, two other girls, um, one of them like lives in my neighborhood. I was like, hey, do you want to do. A, a beer mile i don't know it seems like a good idea yeah. like there was um the a group that um that's doing the race that i'm doing in a couple weeks up here 603 they put on stupidity for a cause mm-hmm. i was like that seems like a, a good like that's a good name for exactly what it is <laughs> right. um so it, like you raised a bit of money but yeah so like mother's day weekend we like we're both we're all like three young moms and our kids and our husbands were watching, and like that's how we. <laughs> All how we right. I don't know. So I talked them into doing 
into doing that with me. And then um, in, I think it was in July, there was the Beer Mile World Classic. Yeah. Um, and then I, I didn't have any friends with me for that one. Oh. <laughs> they just, after that, they were like, eh, I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, You're on your own on this one. Just imagine having yeah. to explain, though, to the kids, Dad, why is mom running in circles and chugging oh, exactly. beer? It's oh, a Mother's exactly. Day tradition, <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> we do it every Mother's Day. Well, for, yeah, so for for the second one in July, um, that was the Beer Mile World Classic. That one, I actually, uh, I drank four Bud Heavies. Um, and that was, I think... I don't know. It's really hard to say like which one was worse because I I actually didn't puke after the White Claw Mile, okay. um, and my time was like maybe the, a second difference yeah. between the two. Um, but yeah, like as soon as I crossed the finish line, like after the the beer mile with with the Bud Heavy, it was like I I made sure that I got my exact mile in and that it would qualify me, and then like. Five steps later, <laughs> and the, the nice thing about it was, like for that race, I went to a local high school, and for some reason, it was like after exactly a hundred meters, there was a woman who who was also there. She's probably in her like mid fifties, and she was she had just finished her like light jog, and she was stretching. She was totally like zen, mm-hmm. and I don't know, doing yoga on the quarter on this like quarter of the track, and I just couldn't help it every single time like she was exactly um 100 miles past my my chug zone yeah and it was just like the biggest burp every single time but but yeah so i had i had a little bit of experience like um earlier this year with with beer miles no 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 consider this okay white claw is five percent alcohol by volume yeah most Beers like your Buds, your Millers, your Coors, et cetera, et yeah. cetera, are four point five percent. Yeah, well, that's oh, why. Uh, so. This is why. This is why. Okay, so the, the one I did on Mother's Day was with Mick Ultra. Yeah, it like Mick the typical Ultra. I know. <laughs> well, that's what I could get for free. <laughs> um, <laughs> I you're gonna say friend, Mick Ultra my, has so never been friend, bought. The, Mick, Mick Ultra's only race. given for free. That's like the only thing. Like I, Mick, <laughs> they've never had a single sale. Like they're sitting here's the Mick Ultra no. stock meeting. They're going, hey guys, um, over the last quarter, we so, we have gotten rid of over two million cans of Mick Ultra, and we've not sold a single one. Now next <laughs> next year, next year. By the way, Brian yeah. and I are drinking. Well, P- we're drinking PBRs tonight to cleanse our palate. Just we do it occasionally. But I saw a post from Corey Waltering. Yeah. Did the in was it with the was it the uh Ice Age Trail? Yeah, yeah. F- yeah. FKT. Yeah. And he put up a post, I believe, shortly thereafter, where he was drinking a PBR seltzer. I didn't know they made it, but they hmm. How do you not know they made it? It's eight percent alcohol. Get out. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we do one of those miles next I, year. I I think that might be that might be the case. But so yeah, yeah. So, so But anyway, so my friend the friend that I talked into doing the beer mile yeah. with her husband, um, there's a Budweiser factory here in Merrimack. Of course. And her there husband is. works there. Yeah. So he was able to get like free beers for us. So but that so that beer mile, since it was under five percent, didn't actually count. So that was just like practice. Uh, so that's why I had to go with Bud Heavy. Okay. The second time, and that was that was no bueno. <laughs> no, uh-uh. not not at all, Graham. Um, 
uh, Mick Ultra, what are your thoughts as a connoisseur of 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 beer? What are your thoughts on Mick Ultra? <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I've ever even bothered uh, to entertain using that as even a training drink. I'd rather just have like non-alcoholic seltzer water. <laughs> okay, so Graham, you, you, you know, you see the Mick Ultra is always the beer that they have at half marathons. When you finish a half marathon, there's a Mick Ultra there. So, so Graham Peck has just finished his half marathon you know, and then there's a person there. The person gives you your medal. Oh, congratulations, Mr. Peck. Nice job. They give you a space blanket. And then another volunteer hands you a bottle of Mick Ultra. What is Graham Peck's reaction when he's handed a bottle of Mick Ultra after that half marathon? Well, I'm probably not going to turn away free beer. So I'd probably chug it uh chug it immediately and ask for a second one just to get a rouse out of them okay okay i thought you're gonna slap it out of I their hands a, nah, 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 that's mean i got a good story about that when i ran the uh, chicago marathon um ugh, gosh it was like my first big city marathon 2012 i think it was and i uh i ran real well i was top 50 or so and i come across the finish and they they give you your beer from the um you know the truck or whatever and it's yeah. uh one of the goose island beers and oh, they yeah. give me the pint and um or they, they offer it to you they're, yeah. they're only offering it at this point because you're it's unbelievable yeah because there's so few people up there <laughs> and i'm like you know they're, they're like oh do you really want it and i'm like yeah of course i want yeah. it and like, okay okay yeah. and i look at them i'm like is this am i the first person to have it? And they're like yeah nobody else has taken one and i'm like if i chug this will you give me another and they're like they look around they're like well, yeah, <laughs> we, 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 got, so we I, have I, plenty. I yeah. got it. Another free one. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get your entry fees worth. That's uh, that's right there. Graham will have an extra. That's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so Cassandra, exactly. uh, your 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 sell your claw mile. When you saw that on Facebook, was that like angels singing from heaven? Was that like you're? This is like this is my thing. What happened? When you discovered like, the oh, clock? it's Mother's Day all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, what else is there for me to do? Like, all my races have been canceled pretty right? much for the year. So I don't know. I, it's only like you can say it's only a mile, but it's not really only a mile because you're like, it's it's a hard, it's hard, and then you're like you're not very productive immediately following no so. not so much no no you, you <laughs> yeah it, it kinda... but yeah it's like yeah I'll, I'll i'll throw down for that did, did it go okay for you how'd your how'd your beer how'd your claw mile go um well i i don't know i i thought it was gonna be easier um it, like it's easier the claw is easier going down but it was like i just couldn't burp it was so hard to burp for some reason yeah um so I wound up, I was like... The bubbles are worse. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Wound up running like the exact same time as my beer mile, which like I felt a lot worse after my beer mile. And actually after that, like I didn't want to drive to the school because I didn't want to drive home. So I rode my bicycle there and then I tried to ride my bike home. But the, the thing about like be it like doing a fast beer mile is you don't get drunk like while you're running. No, right, it's it five minutes like, later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know, the last mile of the ride home, it was only a few miles, but it was, like, a little dicey, 
And then I dropped my husband's cat. I don't know. It was, it was like seven in the morning when I did it too. So my, like I came home, yeah, I came home at like eight in the morning and my husband's like, are you drunk? <laughs> Mommy's home. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. It's Mother's Day again, all over again. Um, yeah, you know. Here's mommy. Exactly. Grandma, Graham, did you do your claw mile at a, at a school as well? I know this. So the claw mile, did, like yeah. for the, oh, sorry, you were asking. Oh, that. so Graham, you, you did your claw mile at a school. Was it an elementary school? Uh, no, it's probably the, uh, I'm not going to name this school. It's probably the uh, most expensive private school in the Baltimore area. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, that narrows it down. Uh, did you, where'd you do your, your claw mile, Cassandra? Um, yeah, I just did it right outside my house. Okay. You didn't go to the elementary school. You didn't go to the elementary school, uh, uh, track. That's where you did your beer mile. Yeah. Yeah. That one had to be like a little bit more official. I wanted, I figured like if I could run a good time, I actually like technically that was my first team USA, (laughs) um, for the beer mile. So I wanted it to be official. So that's why, that's why I went to the track for that. I love that two crimes have been committed and just admitted to on a podcast. <laughs> or more, or more. There's the Colorado That's true, that's, that's true. Um, I, I, so, Cassandra, are you going to say that the beer mile or the claw mile is tougher than the beer mile? Graham said the claw mile is tougher than the beer mile. Where are you going on that? Um, I don't know, like... I think if I could have a better beer for the beer mile, it would be easier. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, I don't know. They're not really comparable. I feel like they're just like, I'd say they're about even. Okay. Cause this is, this is a good selling point for next year. If we could just, if you yeah. could just say it's harder, then we can just say um, it's, the it's harder. Mile the claw mile is harder, harder than a beer <laughs> mile. You want to do this if you're extreme. Jeff, yeah. um, you know, I will say this, that Jeff did his, in oh, spandex, cowboy boots, boots, a blazer, yeah, a adventure jogger trucker hat, a tie, and poles, and trekking poles. Oh yeah, there's yeah. photo. There was the photo evidence. I oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mess around with that. <laughs> Which is now Jeff's silver singles profile photo. And man, has he been getting Woo! matches nonstop? Just nonstop. His hits. phone is hot. It's 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 burning up. It's like this jitterbug ah, is just on fire. Ooh, I can't touch it because it's got so much data going through it. All them ladies trying to get that number. What did you, what did you think of the claw mile? Because you've done a beer mile before. I have, but I think I could have done a little better on a claw mile had I not been wearing those cowboy boots and the poles and the suit. And <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a bit much. Yeah, yeah. What I noticed, I don't know if, if if you guys did as well. The pictures that of that my wife took of the claw mile, I look like I'm about six months pregnant on the last lap because I'm so bloated because I I couldn't belch. Did you experience that at all, Graham? The like the like the bubbles are all like bubbling in there and you're like, I You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty good burper, so I got a mouth, but it's it's easier to burp out the beer, I swear. It just is. It's a, just I just yeah, I had I mean when I I had troubles with it. When, just, when I did some uh, training with the um when I did some training with the soft seltzers, the the thing that was you know, in dodgeball, the quote from uh, the who, who's the coach? Um, the old guy. He says, uh, "Patches O'Hulahan." You can dodge a ball yeah. and he starts throwing wrenches. Patches yeah. O'Hulahan. So I, I was drinking um, those. They're 
pint-sized um, like Deer Park bottled sparkling waters or yeah. whatever. So if you can if you can chug like three or four of those in six minutes, like you can you're you golden can burp out anything. I think so. Oh yeah, I I, I'd have to agree. Like I I do drink a lot of seltzer, and that's like yeah, straight virgin seltzer is definitely like it's more thorny in your throat than than white claw would be. Definitely, these are these are two champions right here. I'm gonna say the claw miles harder. Okay, claw miles harder. I'll go with the claw miles harder as well. Go ahead, Graham. I I don't want to do it, but I think a soft seltzer. Uh, mile would be harder, a LaCroix mile or whatever. Ooh, I'd agree. Would I would agree. Or, or, or San Pellegrino. But I, 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 have, I have no business. I don't care to do that. <laughs> okay. I think next year, next year we're going to do with with maybe a tequila chaser. Ooh, that's a, that's a great oh. idea. Now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. Yes. We may do a La, LaCroix La Maybe mile. a different shot of liquor La every lap. The La Mile. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. The bourbon mile bourbon would be kind mile. of interesting if you did a yeah. shot oh of whiskey. Every <laughs> yeah. that would that would uh, knock your socks off there. Oh. Yeah, Dif- different shot every lap. One shot of Fireball, one tequila, one vodka, one bourbon. Yeah, so one bourbon, a, one scotch. Yes, one beer. That's a great. You know, we need to do the Fireball mile because the Claw mile is not trashy enough. Next year we need the Fireball mile oh, too. God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Yeah, very interested. <laughs> People will do it. They'll sign up. I'm telling you, they'll do it. This is a. This has been quite a conversation. Like, I've had enough of those wet, foamy belches. Yes. I want to move on to something else. Let's yes, do- yes, for sure. Uh, around the horn, as you are now all experts in White Claw. And I'm sure at some point, by the way, the race was not sanctioned by White Claw. No. So it was called the Claw Mile Fun Run. What If you want to connect that to White Claw, that's on you. We don't want to get sued. Anyway, what would you say, uh, Cassandra, is the best flavor of White Claw? I'd have to go with Black Cherry. Okay. Like, hands All right. down. All right. Graham, what about you? <laughs> like I said earlier, I don't really like them, but... <laughs> I really like I really like Bud Light limes, so I'm just going to go with lime. All right, natural <laughs> limes, a good a good choice. Black cherry, black cherry. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of anything but but ruby grapefruit, which is the great thing is my wife likes that. So when we get the variety pack, that's the ones that she grabs, and that means I get everything else. That's a deal overall. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, would you do it again, Graham? Would you? Are you going to do it again next year when we do the Claw Mile? I mean, if I ran 601, I think it's just begging for me to run 559. So, yeah, probably. You got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you got to do it. And how many people have you impressed, Graham, with the <laughs> fact that you are the the Claw Mile champion for the entire United States for for 2020? Have you told anybody that? Yeah, bragging rights. Yeah, have you, have you bragged about this yet? Um, it. It, it probably at least half a dozen. I'm going to say. Okay, About good. It. All right, good, good, <laughs> good. Does your wife tell her friends that you're the? I club? have worn the shirt. Actually, I was. Uh, I don't think so. I think she sticks with the beer mile thing. There's more of a, I don't know, better ring to it. I think. But I did wear my claw mile shirt up in. Uh, I was up in New Hampshire, um, the other weekend doing the presidential traverse, and I was wearing the white claw mile out to a. Uh, some brewery and a guy commented about it. he's like tell me about that is that like a beer mile and i you know, kept talking to him about doing beer miles and stuff and he's like oh yeah we normally have one here once a year i think some people break like seven minutes at it and stuff and i'm like 
ho, ho, ho. You're like, <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm in. Well, well, well. I know where I'm going next year. Did you say like, well, it's kind of like a white claw. It's kind of like a beer mile. And oh, and by the way, I'm the male world champion. FYI. <laughs> just in case you're just in case you're wondering. I am the champ. Now, Cassandra, have you told anyone yet that you are the world champion in the claw mile? Um, um, I mean, like, I've had some people maybe ask about it. Like, well, so what What was that post all about? Like, what, what is this <laughs> for all of us? <laughs> I was hoping and you, you, just, were... you just answered about it. You just said, you know, come around next Mother's Day and we'll I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll show you. I was hoping that someone would have said, like, Wait, 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 wait a minute. You look familiar. Are you, are you Cassandra Marin? Are you the world champion? I know you. Claw, are you the Claw Mile world champion for women? You're like, yeah, totally. well, yes. Yes, I am. Thanks. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, next year, Graham's going to defend his title. Cassandra, are you defending your title? Next yeah, year? why not? You yes. Do you got to do it. Yes. We'll have a better shirt design for you, too. We want to look exactly the same. We want, like... Claw Mile Two Electric Boogaloo or something on there. So it, so you know, so Graham's got you know, two cool shirts to wear to the craft brewery. Uh, Graham Peck, an incredible six minutes, one second. Next year you're gunning for under six minutes, right? Sub six. Yeah. Sub six. Why the heck not? For Graham Peck, Cassandra Marin, seven minutes forty nine seconds. Uh, what, uh, next year you're gonna go try to go under seven. That's a big. That's a tall order. Um, you know, I'm I'm thinking about it. I was thinking of going if they hold if they actually hold the um the beer mile world classic like live. Yeah. I'm thinking of going to that and like and actually doing like bottles. I was watching the pros yeah. how they do it and, yeah. and they are fast. Holy moly. Yes. Um but I think we're giving that a go. I might as well, you know, go for uh low sevens. I okay. think. Okay. All right, so just yeah. let us know when that beer mile is, and we'll make sure that we don't, you know, put the claw mile right, in competition with right. that. Let you let you recover and all of that. <laughs> Graham Peck, Cassandra Marin, thank you so much for participating. Wear those claw mile shirts with pride, and thanks for joining us on this episode of the Adventure Jogger. Thank you, guys. Go back to your honeymoon, Graham. Cheers, thanks. Go back. Your wife is waiting for you. She's been tapping her watch going, come on, buddy. Let's go. Let's honeymoon. go. We are 100% listener supported. You can make a monthly pledge on our Patreon page. Just search The Adventure Jogger on Patreon or go to theadventurejogger.com. Join the community on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Adventure Jogger. And subscribe to The Adventure Jogger wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. 